Captain's Log, Episode 53. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers Podcast is sponsored by the Beer and Cheese Collective, formerly known as Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Now featuring the full array of the 2021 Goose Island Bourbon County brand stouts. Get them while supplies last, because when they're gone, they're gone. Until the next batch. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at the Beer and Cheese Collective. New name, same great place. This week, Captain and the Beer Wonder welcome back Hazy Lady, a.k.a. Dunkle Dame, for some festive end-of-year pours and learn about her continuous and impressive evolution in the beer world. Looks like it's time for another advanced huck-up. The beer in this installment from Hoofhearted, provided by the Beer and Cheese Collective, is an impressive 14% imperial stout called Fitness Freak. It is not called, as I refer to it in a few minutes from now, Fitness Break. We regret the error and hope in giving Fitness Freak, currently available at the Beer and Cheese Collective, prominent mention here at the top of the show fully makes up for it. It seemed like the only solution because, as we all know, overdubbing is the coward's way out. Remember to like, star, and subscribe whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 53, talking about a beer evolution. Well, with a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. Where the beer Avengers. Welcome to the beer cast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder! And I am the Dunkle Dame, and I am coming to you from Choo Choo, Tennessee. And we are... The Beer Avengers. Like there pizza. we go. That's right. We are the Beer Avengers. You're the Beer Avengers. Welcome to the Beer Cast, everyone in here, out there, all around the world, and in parts unknown. Uh, there's ETs that the Beer Wonder is always uh, shouting out to. But we've yes. also had some people recently from uh, Ireland and uh, I think somewhere in South America. I don't remember exactly Ooh. which country, but uh, we will, we will, we will, we will give you your proper recognition as soon as possible. Um, as you may have noticed, we we ha- are you oh, yeah. sure that they're not aliens? They could just be impersonating people from those areas. I've heard oh that. yeah, I mean, sure, their technology is uh, it's 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 well, I mean, it's it's probably we're very primitive compared to whatever they have. So uh, there's no very really true. no way of knowing at all. Okay, yeah, their networks are powerful. They can get anywhere. So it probably See? is. It probably is aliens. Thank you, I mean, thank they, you, Uncle Dan. They, they could even yeah. be cloning all the um, all of our the, all, all of our like people we have from New York and California. They could be it, just yeah trying to exactly. stroke our egos because this is not trans. the beer wonder next to me. I don't even think it's him. I think it's no. an alien. So probably true. <laughs> that's, that's true. All right. Uh, yeah. So welcome everyone. As you notice, we have another wonderful special guest, a return special guest. Yes. Um, whose name you not rec- you may not recognize, even if you listen to that episode, because 
as as some of our our guests do or some of our beer avengers do we are uh we're, i guess you'd say our fluid in our hopality or beerality it, i'm trying to make some sort of comment you know you, you know how with with gender g- gender mm-hmm. fluid there's some sort of thing with beer avenger name as well yeah, see so, what I'm saying there. Sometimes you, uh, you you evolve. It's like a Pokemon, right? You go through different stations right, of right. evolution. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we generally speaking, I, I I don't think calling her Hazy Lady would be dead naming her uh, in that in that uh, bit of. But but no, but because you still like Hazy's, don't you, Uncle Dame? I do. I always love Hazy's. I just kind of got a little burnt out on them. I think I had yeah. a little too many. Everyone started doing it. Everyone started jumping on the cool kid bandwagon, and there was some bad ones. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got a little burnout and I've always loved dark beers. So I kind of went back to the dark side, but Ooh. the dark lager side. The ah. So, yeah. In any case, we're very glad to have you back on the show again. I know you've been, uh, there's a lot that has gone on in your life since the last time you were on here uh, in your beer world. We're very excited to talk about that. Talk about our various holiday seasons, our week in beer. Um, but I can't really concentrate on any of that until we get to the pores, right? I know. I'm very, very, very thirsty. All right. Well, then, uh, then, then, uh, what, what, why don't you pour your, oh, wait a minute. I, am I being impolite there? I was going to offer you to. Captain. Yeah. Captain. Captain, come on. Come on. I I thought I was being polite by, yes, we have a guest, don't we? I thought you were too. I thought we'd learned something in this over a year. I thought if I defer to anyone, that's polite. But no, it's it's not the guest. I'm just, I might as well be shitting on the rug. Yeah. Exactly. Well, don't do that either because then we have to clean that up. But Dunkle Dame, would you honor us with the first pour? (laughs) I would love to. So I am going to be drinking a moon pie stout. From a local Chattanooga brewery Ooh, called Naked River. Yeah. So I am so excited to open up this bad boy. Ooh, now moon pie. I think of that as like a dessert. So we'll have to find Absolutely. out more about that. Oh, yeah. I will tell you. So this will be about... in the pastry stout category. Yes. Oh, and you're drinking it out of a, lov- a lovely glass. It's a really good dark color. Very slight head formation. But of course, the Dunkle Dame does an A-plus pour. So it's beautiful no matter what. Can you hold up the can and the glass next to each other just so we can get a good look at those together? Oh, uh, look at that. So beautiful. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a beautiful beer, and it's so great and kind of light for a pastry stout. I can't wait to talk What's a little bit more What's the ABV on that? It. The ABV on this, good question. I think it's an eight percenter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So high for a stout, low for an imperial. Yeah, absolutely. More that foreign export category. Absolutely. All right. Well, beer wonder. I'm dying to see what you have. I know. Well, uh, today I actually have a sponsored pour. A sponsored pour from the Beer and Cheese Collective at 35-11 Dittmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Yes, those fine folks. And I do feel like I do need to to clarify that last week's was not actually a sponsored pour from our friends at the Beer and Cheese Collective. It was actually a repeat beer coming to us from our friends over at the Pony Bar. So Although my it's apologies entirely possible. That. It's entirely possible you can find that one at the Beer and Cheese Collective. But, it uh, is. Right. They have so many options, but I did want to clarify that. It's always good to acknowledge your hookups uh, in the, on the beer cast. Um, but today, uh, this, our beer is from Area 2, which is the experimental brewing wing of uh, our buddies over at Two Roads. Oh, excellent. Um, in, in Connecticut, yep. Uh, lovely Connecticut beer. This one is definitely an experiment. I'm excited about it. It is their Pineapple Sour D, which is a hemp, or excuse me, a hazy hemp IPA with pineapple. Yum. Mm. 
very tropical. Coming in uh, at a just a casual 7%. So let's see how this thing pours. Beautiful crack there. I know. I love very... pineapple because you get that kind of tartness. So I'm curious oh, to yeah. see how it tastes. Yep. So you pour I, it there into that beer and cheese collective glass. Exactly. And I'm getting a very intense, it's a kind of very intense nose. Uh, I'm excited about this one. It should be very delicious. Nice pillowy head on there. I love that from a exactly. hazy. Mm-hmm. All right, Captain, you've been so patient. Well, I also have a sponsored pour. What? Yes, a sponsored pour. Uh, same from the, our same sponsor that we were just talking about, Story of the Beer and Cheese Collective, formerly a story of beer and cheese at Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, uh, I have to tell you, we get so many great beers from them. We can't feature all of them on the show. Yep. So I want to mention a few that I was up for consideration for tonight, some which oh. will be finding themselves to you very oh, soon. Thank you. Uh, beer Wonder. Okay, so first we have this one from Marlowe Artisan Ales. It is an ESB. It's Ooh. called Plush. 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 You can't quite see it when the, my lighting is weird, but it's, it's got dice on the can there. Yeah. Don't know why, but there is. Uh, then uh, another one I was I was really seriously considering. Uh, this is uh, from, um, oh, I think it might be. Oh, it's, yeah, of course it is. It's uh, Tripping Animals, and it's called The Return of the Tripping Dead. Ooh. And that is a uh, that is a that is a sour ale with cherry, coconut, almonds, and vanilla. Currently available. Coconut, nice. Uh, this one, okay. This is from Hudson Valley. It is called Holocene. It's a sour IPA with mango and vanilla. Ooh. Oh, that's a mango and vanilla. Very exciting. I know these there are were, combos that you're throwing I know, out. I know. Well, you, well, you think those are strange combos. This one is based on what some people like to think is the worst kind of pizza, but I think it might be a wonderful kind of beer. Pineapple it is the ho- It is the Hawaiian Pizza IPA. Okay. From, uh, from Rockaway. Okay. Um, oh, speaking of... I mean, pineapple of, uh, and ham and an IPA, I think that could work. And this one I, I almost went with, and I'm going to explain to you why in a second. Uh, this is a Dunkelweiss from Grimm. You know why I thought about having this one on tonight? In honor of our guest, perhaps? Well, not only is she the Dunkel Dame, but Grimm is where all of us first met oh, in that's person true. for the first that time. Is yes. true. That's so true. I know. And oh. I really, really, I considered doing that one, but this one is just so much in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. It is an imperial stout with coffee, vanilla, and maple syrup. That it is, is the fitness right break, fitness break from Hoof Hearted. Hoofhearted. 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 I was wondering hoofhearted. Pronounce yes. that. Uh, it's in uh, It's in Ohio, actually. Oh, uh, look at that. Oh, it's a 14%, I should say here. Of course okay. it is. Excellent can art. It is. And here we go. Love an imperial style. Oh, oh there you God. go. That looks it's, like oil. It really does. It's, it's gorgeous. Certain... Mm-hmm. There we go. Beautiful are. head production there. Really nice. Oh. All right, let's, uh, let's just... Gorgeous, yeah. Looking good. Already. Let's raise a glass, everyone. Cheers. To my dear Beer Avengers and everyone listening, cheers. What a great way to to wrap up the year, huh? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, or start the year, as I think people who might be listening are having. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, depending on what time zone you're in, it could be whatever. Sure, yes, this will be the, this will be released on... The earliest you'll be listening to this to is on uh, January 3rd, as long as I have my act together this weekend. Yeah, so it will be the new year. And really, Captain, I think you could start a 
boat with that. It looks like diesel oil. Your beautiful imperial stout. I love. That's gorgeous. That is so, this one. This moon pie stout is so nice. It's a pastry stout, but it's got a surprisingly light body. So it's super drinkable. Yeah, it's really it's unexpectedly light for a pastry mm. stout. Now, a Remind, moon it reminds me pie. of a beer you and I were drinking together last night from uh, Houston. That uh, cookies and cream one. That eight ah, percent. I love funny. That was- yeah, that was so us. That was such a, like a me and you beer. Like that was, yeah, I, I was happy to close out my podcast with you with that beer. I just felt, everything felt right. I, I still haven't been able to properly clean that that glass. I had to soak it because there's still little bits of cookie on the, on the edges. <laughs> yeah, of it. it was good. Yeah, it was heavy. Yeah, we had a nice Kolsch too. That's a big swing there. Yeah. To, uh, that's a large swing to go from a Kolsch to a cookie stout, a cookie imperial yeah. stout. <laughs> it was intense. It was it was definitely, but it was fun. You know what I mean? You know, Ethan, you co-hosted with me too on Brews Less Traveled. And it, it, it's nice when you kind of get those beers that are a little polar opposite. And you just give yeah. your taste bud sort of everything that they desire. Yes. Uh, well, they, I got to say, since I know you're a fan of pie. Well, actually, I did want to ask though. So Moon Pies. So that is some sort of pastry situation, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So a moon pie, it's kind of like a whoopie pie. That's not that good, basically. I don't really okay. I think that moon pies, so they've been around since 1917. And they were invented oh. here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where I am. Oh, interesting. I knew there was a southern thing. I didn't know there was specifically Chattanooga. Yeah, Chattanooga. So yeah, it's a, it's a big thing here. They make different flavors too. Like I saw a pumpkin pie one there. I always, to me, this beer is what you want a moon pie to actually taste like. This beer is delicious. <laughs> a moon pie, you know, they're okay. They're kind of, it, it's sort of like a, not a wafer. It's like a, sp- like almost like a spongy thing, but they're always like a little dry. They're not really that great. You know, no offense to the moon pie company. Like, well, like, no, I mean, I mean, it's, it, but it's, it's a pretty much of a low rent kind of a thing. I mean, not, but I don't, it's, it's like, it's, there are people who I'm sure have made more elegant gourmet pastry versions of it, but it's basically something, one of those things you get in the checkout at the 7-Eleven. Yeah. It's one of those and things you're, you're like, oh yeah, I guess I'll get a moon pie too. And they're like pretty good, but yeah, like you always kind of want it to be better than it is. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 and I think it's probably a very popular drunk people food. It is, or stoned people, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I'll like, I'll always, I, I won't turn down a, a moon pie. I won't. Yeah. Like, I, I will always eat it, but I'm always kind of like, oh, I sort of wish it was better. But this beer, they really did the best job with it at Naked River Brewing here in mm. Chattanooga. When they originally started brewing this beer, I interviewed with them, by the way, mm. for, for a job like in production and behind the bar. The job didn't work out, but they're such great people there. I stay in touch with them. And um, they originally used moon pies in the production of this beer, but they're so sort of absorbent. It was absorbing a lot of the beer. <laughs> they were wasting product with it. Oh. And then, um, they still use some moon pies in there, but from what I've been told, and I could be wrong on this, but I remember them saying they're they're using just um, some really delicious natural flavoring in this beer, and they they really perfect it. It's it's a it's a great beer. It's not very carbonated, you know. So if you're someone who likes a really zippy, zingy, effervescent beer, it might not be for you. But if you like something that's really full of flavor but not too heavy, and you like dark beer, it's a great mm. one to try. I recommend it. Yeah, I feel like the basic elements uh, of a moon pie are very similar to that of a s'more, except whatever passes for a cookie in it isn't as good as a graham cracker. 
Yeah, a s'more's delicious. Like a s'more's the best thing ever. But they have the same basic things, right? They're 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 chocolate, marshmallow, and cookie. It's yeah. essentially what they're yeah, both made up of. That's what they're doing. Yeah. But it, the cookie, the cookie and a moon pie is the least good part of the whole thing. Yeah, they're just always like a little more dry than you want it to be. Like you know, they're not terrible, but like I said, it's like you always just kind of want it to be better. <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, it, it, but the great thing about when you make a beer or you make a more gourmet version of something is you take the most positive element of it and you just sort of put it all together and make it like the most idealized version of the moon pie you would have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I like where this is going. The perfected moon pie in a beer. It's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Well, Captain, I know that you're not planning to power a boat with that thing, but how is your uh, delicious Uh, beer? You know, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, Speaking about various things that sometimes, I mean, it's definitely, it tastes like a 14 percenter, which every once in a while you you can enjoy this nice sipping thick, viscous imperial stout high up on that uh srm level there uh i think uh we were talking once about how that pretty much visually you can't really tell a 40 from an 80 on the srm chart if it's over 40 it's all looking the same but you can but so srm you can almost taste they're like okay this is this is high on the list yeah Um, your eye won't pick it up past a certain point Right, yeah. but it's uh, it's interesting. I uh, it's maybe a little sweeter than I would generally go for, but not overly sweet. It's like it's a, it's a, it's a I'm 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 very satisfied with it, and that that coffee flavor and the vanilla is definitely in there. Um, and uh, a really really nice nice one. Uh, they do some great work at uh, Hoof Hearted. Because um, I'm tired. It, it's funny because you you so often you you uh, uh, double D here. Yes. Is that, that, can I call you that? Yeah. I was trying to, to abbreviate Dunkle Dame in some way. Uh, <laughs> just a, a DD. Uh, uh, DD. Uh, uh, is, uh, it's funny that you didn't even need a prompting from Beer Wonder to refer to it as oil because that's what he always calls uh, my, my Imperial Stouts. I um, love so for- much that you stick to that, that you are just truly, because I mean, I'm kind of all over the place with the beers all. I'll drink typically, but I love that you, Captain, are just like I drink really dark black beers all the time. It's I well, it's if Ryan hadn't given me this one, I very likely would have gone with the uh, the Dunkel in tribute to you. Yeah, uh, which is but, still a joke. Uh, but since this was on the list of ones he gave me, like, well, I, mm-hmm. this is the one I have to have on the on the show. Oh, and yeah. I should say that all of those beers I mentioned. Uh, so if you're this, if you're listening to this on Monday. January 3rd or very shortly thereafter. The, all of these beers were in the store on the previous Wednesday, so they should still be there now. Uh, but it's funny because the job that we've talked about before that all three of us have been doing, uh, this uh, this beer and cheese tasting thing, our, our company, when I talk to people about uh, the various, uh, the, you know, the, about mouthfeel, and we talk about the viscosity and all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was sort of inspired by you, and I've often described because we, you know, how we tell people about how beers are watery but that doesn't mean water like taste it tastes not watered down it's just the the body of water the viscosity and i've just i've taken to always mentioning your motor oil comparison and then i tell people that it, it doesn't actually taste like motor oil it as shouldn't far as, I know. I as far as i know not. well i've never actually tasted motor oil so i can't say that for sure well please don't. i can be pretty sure yeah <laughs> well the complete opposite of motor oil uh this uh 
the my uh, pineapple sour D here is like is a is a tropical punch. I'll say that much. Uh, the pineapple is wildly present. The hemp is very dank and herbaceous, and it's got that like classic haze to it, um, mm-hmm. but a nice bitterness at the very end. So again, it is it is a tropical journey. Um, I'm ready for it. It's a little too cold for the, I mean, here's the thing. I would say like, this is an excellent, like, let's go on the beach and have a beer kind of beer. But given that it is now getting to be winter time here in Gotham, I'm happy to have this to remind me of the tropical times that uh, I am currently not going to be enjoying. That said, someone here might be enjoying some tropical times very soon. That would be me. Yes, I am getting ready to temporarily relocate from Chattanooga, Choo Choo, Tennessee, to the Virgin Islands, the U.S. Virgin Islands. I'm going to be working at Leatherback Brewing on St. Thomas Island. So if anyone is planning a winter escape to go there, please come see me at Leatherback. I'm going to be doing a lot of cool things. Mainly, I will be behind the bar because what is more fun than serving beer to people and watching their faces light up? I cannot wait for that. I'm also going to be working a little bit in production. I'm also going to be helping with their accounts and kind of servicing some of the draft systems too and organizing schedules for them. I cannot wait to learn more about draft systems because it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. So I'll kind of be going with um, the head brewer. His name's Jose and he's it's basically kind of just him really i think that does most of the brewing and then he helps service the accounts um that's from what i understand i'm sure there's some other parts i will gather when i get there but i'm going to be helping him a little bit i'm also going to be helping them do some fun events like uh you know beer tastings and things like that for people so a lot of fun things i cannot wait i'm going to really test my stout love and see if i still drink stouts in 85 degree and pretty humid weather. So I will keep you guys posted on that. But I think that what you're drinking, Beer Wonder, would totally fly and vibe with me down on St. Thomas Island. Because I love a hazy and that one sounds delicious. Yes. Well, now, Dunkle Dame, I know a lot of stories uh, feel like your your story is sometimes like an epic poem. Uh, and epic poems are often started in medias res, where we'll start at somewhere and then we'll flash back because I feel like we're skipping over a lot of the stories since the last you were, you were been to. So I'm, yeah. I want to explore a little how we got here because you're, I, I you know, I, I don't want to deal with amateur psychology here, but you, you have kind of a story that I, I find kind of inspiring. The idea that you had this business for so long uh, and, uh, and you used the pandemic and that business going away to sort of reassert something that you were kind of tired of that. And you were rather than just sort of wait for something else to come to you, you just really grabbed uh, like, okay, life is short. I'm going to do something I like. And while we were all in lockdown, you decided I'm going to take a beer course and I'm going to fly to Colorado and, and was it Colorado, right? Yes. Yeah. And take that course there and then move on to the job that we were all doing together. Was that, do you think that was a, at all inspired by, uh, by the situation we were all living in? Is that what, like, you're like, okay, like I've got to, I'm not, there's no waiting around. Yeah. Yeah. So just for people who do not know, I was running a business, a skincare business in Brooklyn. I was a skincare esthetician. So I owned a facial studio. I had two locations and uh, was doing that for about 10 years, eight years running my business, 10 years as a skincare esthetician. And then, yeah, the pandemic hit. I was out of work for six months and I kind of realized I was a little over it. 
I was sort of like, you know what? I'm ready to move on. I'm okay with that. It was sad. It was sad to leave my employees and my locations and everything. But I, I felt very at peace with that decision. And then I just got deeper into my love of craft beer. I always loved beer. And then I said, let's study it. Let's learn to brew. I tried to homebrew. Not a great home brewer, but uh, <laughs> it was really fun to try and dabble in. Went out to Colorado Springs worked at Rocky Mountain Brewery uh, with the head brewer, assisted him brewing, which was, again, super complicated. Not something that came natural to me, but I really loved learning. What I learned was completely invaluable. And then, yeah, just took some craft beer courses online. Um, the ones I took were at Cornell and San Diego State and just started studying it and then got the job with uh, Bruvana hosting their Bruise Less Traveled podcast, where I met you guys, and you guys were my my co-host, and we all, you know, knew each other in Brooklyn as well. So it's been a, a very cool journey with my relationship with you guys as well. But so I feel fun. very honored to have been your final co-host on your final show. Oh, yeah, that was so fun. That was, yeah, yeah. You, were the, you were the best. Um, but yeah, I mean, my gratitude cup is so full with everything. Beer wonder, she's also often referred to you as the best, just to make sure. This oh is no, I'm not. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that. No, I just I feel I feel like two hosts, and she calls me. It's like because the, I, I brought you up last week, and she said, "Oh, Ethan's the best." Oh, yeah, that's sweet. Just, just like the best person, just a sweet. You guys are both just delightful. Well, energy to be around we were happy to have to have you kind of come into the the crew in fact i would say the whole this whole pandemic in terms of the expansion of the beer avengers to a certain degree has done wonders for all of us because we got you we kind of got in our globe hopper as well other people have sort of pieced their way together into the family um and what's nice is that as as you know things have shifted and changed we've had beer avengers really kind of take over the world a little bit you yeah. know in a really direct way. So, um, yeah, well, and also like, I mean, really this was also, we, this is something we've been talking about for years, but this whole podcast was born out of the pandemic mm -hmm. as well. Um, but, uh, but so I, I am curious though. So that's, that's that part of the story. What led you to, to go to Chattanooga and tell us a little bit more about what yeah. that experience has been like for you since you've been there. Absolutely. So yeah, after 12 years of New York, I, kind of knew I wanted to move. You know, again, the pandemic was so eye-opening. Mm -hmm. And and you know, not not to take a, a pandemic and and view it as some like privileged thing, but you know, there was some yeah, social this is, yeah, this is people are dying. It's not a it's not an artist retreat. Exactly. <laughs> I heard that on some yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and you know, just um amongst all of the sadness and darkness that was going on throughout the world, you know, there was some silver linings to say, you know what, I have time to actually think, do I like where I'm at? Do I like what I'm doing? Yeah. And I was just at a point where I felt so ready to move on. And I didn't really have the energy to kind of go back and keep doing it. There's a certain amount of energy you have to have to to kind of pick it up from the bottom and make, yep. give it life again. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I'd, I'm going to have to use a lot of energy no matter what. I'd rather direct it towards something new and watch that grow than try to keep this alive over here. So that felt like it made more sense to me on an emotional level. And I, I knew I wanted to move back to the South. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, originally. So Chattanooga is two hours North of Atlanta for anyone curious about the geography of that. And, you know, my, I have some family in Birmingham, Alabama, which is also about two hours away. And I knew I wanted to move back. And I just started messaging breweries on Instagram. It was like, Hey, are you hiring? Hey. And then Naked River, who I'm sipping on this evening with their moon pie stout, they got back to me. I said, I'm going to fly down. You know, they said, we'd love to interview you. 
I just checked out the city and Chattanooga is so, so cute. It's close enough to Nashville that you get this kind of funky, cool vibe, but it's a really small city. And I just kind of, I just felt it. I just said, that's where I need to be. I get strong instincts about things sometimes. And I just thought that's where I'm going to go. So I picked up and I moved down South and have not regretted it. And uh, it was because I got a remote position though with Bruvana and, and right, just sure. so lucky to, you know, represent that brand and host their podcast. I did it for nine months and so grateful for the opportunities they gave me to have a platform in this industry, which is just amazing as a woman and just as any individual, you know, it was, it's just a very cool job. But then I stumbled upon this job in the Virgin Islands and it's more hands-on. And that's kind of what I'm craving now after sort of sitting, you know, kind of behind a desk a little bit. I mean, I did get to travel to all the beer cities mm -hmm, on Bruce sure. Traveled, but there was a lot of desk work with the job and that kind of wasn't so much for me. So this hands-on stuff at Leatherback on St. Thomas Island, just- How did you come across like that? I So my boyfriend, Phil, he's a dive master and boat captain, and he lived down on St. Thomas for two years. Mm. He just moved back to Chattanooga. That's how we met. And I knew he kind of wanted to move back. I could tell. He was like, Chattanooga's great, but I miss the islands. And I was like, well, that sounds like a really fun place. I mean, I'm not opposed to an island. Let me see if I can get a job at a brewery. Found a job, found an apartment that's walking distance. I just, it just, I, I always say, if you don't have to force it, it's probably the right thing to do. And I just didn't. So you're totally know. giving up your apartment in Chattanooga. Well, I have it on Airbnb right now. If anyone, oh okay, in so Chattanooga. sublet kind of deal. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just going down to St. Thomas for three months. So mm. there will be another story of what happens when I come back to Chattanooga and have to figure things out again. So <laughs> I have a couple breweries here. Uh, one's called Heaven and Ale that I'm communicating mm -hmm. with about doing kind of the same thing. I like the idea of beer tending and then also helping with events, helping brew a little bit, help, you know, kind of having a little bit of like an all hands on deck vibe. Because my yeah. goal eventually is to open a tap room, a honky tonk and oh, tap right. room. So getting this hands-on experience and kind of doing a lot of different things is it's invaluable. It's incredible. And this is why we have you on so much because uh, there's always another layer to your story. We don't have to like wait five minutes and what's going on with the Dunkle Dame now. Oh, first of all, she's calling herself a Dunkle Dame because last time we saw us, she was the hazy lady. In fact, you changed your name so much that, that uh, beer wonder and I both got your name wrong on the last mm -hmm. episode. I don't know if you listened to that, there was a point where he had your name wrong and then I corrected him with the wrong name. <laughs> Wait, not my real name, right? My no. my beer vendor name. My no, no, oh, yeah, exactly. Because because he, I can't remember what you you called her the the something like well lady, and I said no, no, no. Well, 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 do you remember what it was? Uh, beer wonder? I don't rem I don't remember. It was I was trying to get towards Dunkle Dame, but I had put it. Yeah. I was like the Lager Lass or something along those lines. Yes, you said. Yeah, you said, but, you said well, yes. yeah. Well, Lager Lass is somebody's entire life. I think you were calling exactly. her the Lager Lady. And lager I said, lady, no, 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 it's not Lager Lady. It's the Shady Lady. But no, it was the hazy lady. So exactly. Uh, in fact, in fact, it was so. We usually wait for hookups for all of that. But last week, I just opened the whole cold open with yes. like we uh, we we got this wrong, and uh, yeah, and we'll have her on very soon to make up. And here you are now. I that's mean, that's not the I, only reason you're on, but that we yeah. Yeah. Next thing, next thing you know, I'll be like the ESBH or something. Like I, I mean, I'm here for that. Bring that yeah. kind of energy, Dunkle Dame. I'm ready for it. <laughs> That's yeah. it. I mean, doesn't Huck have like three names at this he, point? He does. At least. Yeah. He's, exactly. he's a diva. Yeah, he's a diva with names. 
Yes, you heard that, Hawk, right? See, the Dunkle Dave, the the shady lady slash Dunkle Dave slash hazy lady is calling you the diva. I dig it. Lager lady, I guess. Lager lady's good too. Yeah, I just feel like life is fun. Life is short. Just Mm -hmm. do whatever feels right in that moment. I don't know. I'm a Gemini. We're very like adaptable. We like change a lot. But but do you think lately? But do you think the world situation really sort of kicked an aspect of that into high gear for you? I do. Yeah. Because you said you had you were doing the esthetician thing for you said eight years? Ten years as an esthetician. Ten years, yeah. Yeah, eight years running my business. Yeah, and I I think now, you know, we sort of realize we can change, we can move. Mm -hmm. It almost feels more accessible and more allowed. Yeah. You know, sometimes people you know, they might kind of judge you and be like, oh gosh, you're changing your career. That's so crazy. Pick what you want. Are you lost or what? You know, and you're like, no, I just kind of want to do something different. But I've always, I've always liked evolution and and change and, you know, just, just getting different interests and things. I've had a lot of different, you know, careers and stuff. So yeah, I just think it's fun. I just think why not? Well, uh, Beer Wonder and I both met together acting, and that sort of baked into that as well. Yes. Is it, is because it's always just like there's just even uh, – I mean, I, I had a job that I may eventually go back to uh, that I'd had for 15 years, which is very unusual in that profession because it's always baked into that. It's always like, okay, this show is going to close. Yeah, what's this next? This shoot is going to be over, and I have to move on to what's next. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but, but, you're, but I think you're absolutely right. It's why – you know, we're calling it the gig economy now. Are we still calling it that? Are we still using that term? I feel like we. I feel like the gig economy is now just the economy. But maybe that's just the world that I live in now. Yeah. <laughs> because like I, I'm Gen X, and I feel like that uh, my generation wasn't necessarily. I mean, like I said, because I'm an a artist, right. that it's part of it. But I feel like either my generation, near the end of my generation, near the beginning of the one next one were the first ones to really move beyond the whole work at one place for 50 years, get a gold watch and retire. Mm-hmm. Right. I, 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 that's, we're well beyond it. And I'm not sure where the separation from that really started. And I think now there's so many more jobs out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, there's just so many different, you know, podcast host, you know, I mean, that didn't exist you know, 15 years ago. So I'd like to say this is a job, but for when you were doing it, it was a job for us. Uh, it was a job. This, yeah. could, this yeah. could eventually be a job. Currently it's uh, it's an inexpensive hobby, but uh, who knows where we could go. Absolutely. No, you definitely we do have sponsorship. Lest we forget. I'm very grateful to that. Yeah. They certainly <laughs> defray our costs uh, by having our wonderful sponsored pours here. Absolutely. Very cool that you guys have sponsors. Yeah. I mean, I loved hosting the podcast Bruise Less Traveled. I want to continue in the podcast world, perhaps. You know, it's it's very fun to just gather around people, you know, on Zoom, whatever, and and share a beer. So I'm I'm happy to venge with you, gentlemen, anytime. Well, yeah, we're definitely uh, looking forward to. Who knows? Well, we might we, actually do it. Do it. Do a whole uh, thing from the Virgin Islands, so you can. Yeah. That would be that super scene. fun. Yeah, and we yeah. can talk about the beers at Leatherback. That would actually yep. be great. I'd love to do that. We'll- we should actually have the Globehopper on because uh, early on in my friendship with Globehopper, uh, he did bring me a beer from Leatherback that I remember being very delicious. Uh, it was a Cezanne, which I understand Dunkle Dave is one of their uh, one of their their finer beers, one of their like one of their best beers. Yes, I heard that from I believe this individual you are referring. 
Yes. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> we cannot reveal his real name. Yeah, and he did tell me their saison was uh, really delicious. And I do love a nice Belgian-style farmhouse ale, love a saison, so I can't wait to try that. Yeah, it was pretty excellent. So we'll have to hear the full report of how brewing is going in the uh, in the Virginia. Yeah. So, so when, if people are, you know, planning a uh, retreat from the colds of Gotham to the warms of uh, the Virgin Islands, when can they find you there? When so should they I look for you? I will be there uh, January, February, and March. Okay. Next uh, year, 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if we're not all in lockdown by then. <laughs> I know. We're right where the cruise ships dock, which I just heard yes. cruise ships are, you know, done for now. So that's not very I, I, I was amazed they came back as soon as they did, to be honest, because yeah. it seems like the perfect place if you want to get COVID. It, totally. I mean, yeah, I, I got COVID just from, you know, doing God knows what, just walking outside. So, I mean, well, I there's, you're, you're, there's a lot of you. Uh, it's, it's, I, I don't have to go many places. Uh, I've, I choose to occasionally, but yeah, I'd like, I was surprised today. Who knows what it's going to be like when this, this uh, episode is released, mm-hmm. but I keep seeing the numbers go up every day. And I saw yeah. today that it was up to up over 300,000, which I thought was high. And then I found out that that's just the seven day average. Oh my gosh. The actual yeah. amount for the day was like half a million. That's yeah. insane. There were half a million cases across this country yesterday. Yeah, this new variant, the Omicron, just seems like the most contagious. But luckily, everyone I've known, including myself who've had it, ha- have had mild symptoms and recovered quickly. So fingers crossed that that will so, be most people's story. Yeah. Well, the real question here is because, you know, I, did were you still able to smell and taste your beers? I was. Good. Yeah. OK. Yes. That's an actually very interesting point that you mentioned that because I don't know if you knew for sure if you had Omicron or not, because I have heard that Omicron does not have that. That is a unique thing to that particular uh, grade of the virus is that it doesn't take away your sense of taste and smell. Yeah. My boyfriend, he did. He lost his taste and smell, but just for like two days. OK. And then that was like his only symptom. And then he was kind of tired. I had a fever for about a day and a half. And then that was kind of it. And still a little shortness of breath every once in a while. But yeah, overall, very fortunate and very lucky that I recovered very quickly. It's funny. It's it's because of our job at Unboxed Experience that I've started to come to learn at how taste and smell are, how intertwined they are. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, what do they say? Your taste is about 80% smell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I, 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 I keep some, every once in a while I'll say it backwards. Smell is 80% taste. No, it's taste is 80% smell, but yeah. I've caught myself saying the opposite, knowing that it's not yes. necessarily. Whatever it, it is, we've... they're, they're very linked. <laughs> they're very linked. Yes. One of the things that we've learned from our COVID experience as well is taste mm. and smell. True. So. True. In fact, someone is, uh, where, where, where are you two on the whole idea of, uh, what is what is spice? Is spice a taste? Is spice a mouthfeel? Oh, oh, I think it's, taste. I think it it's both. On a spice because I mean, yeah. like cinnamon is technically a spice, but yeah, if something's really hot, like a jalapeno, that's or how it feels it, from the heat, from the, the tingle. Tingling. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever had any of those Sichuan peppers, the the the, the like mouth numbing spice that comes from in from China, yeah. um, where that is absolutely a feel because your whole your mm-hmm. lips start to buzz, your tongue starts yeah. to buzz. It is. But it's, you know, it's acid reaction. It's actually messing with your taste buds. So I guess it's both. I think it straddles the two. Yeah. 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 
It is both. That's interesting. And I wonder if that's why it's kind of so intense because it's yes. taking over two of the if, if If tastes are spices, uh, or I'm sorry, if tastes are vowels, spice is the sometimes why. Love it. There you go. Love it. Well, Dunkle Dame, since you were in Chattanooga and, you know, it sounds, I, I've actually done some reading about it, about how it is like the, a spot that people are relocating to, because it does have a lot of kind of great stuff. Are there any specific establishments that you have in your travels there and your time in there have really sort of fallen in love with that you might want to give a shout out to for anyone who might be, oh, I don't know, planning a trip there? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I've been here since August. So like, you know, six months, something like that. Uh, five months. I, I can't do math right now, clearly, but just 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 a few months. So I haven't been here too too long. There's a place called Clyde's. That's okay. really fun. They have a good draft list, and they have shuffleboard, and they have live music. Ooh. There is, as far as breweries, of course, Naked River that I'm tasting mm-hmm. this evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have really yummy food there, by the way. And they're also right next to the farmer's market. So that's a fun day. You ah. go to it's this big, gorgeous farmer's market. Really impressive. And Naked River's right next to that, as well as um, the stadium where you can see the it's baseball. I forget their name. But um, yeah, so they have a really great location and there's Chattanooga Brewing. Okay. But as well, there is Heaven and Ale. There's Wander Linger. There's a lot of really charming breweries. There's like about five or six. So not a ton, but like a good amount for such a small. So there's only 185,000 people in Chattanooga. So, you know, that's like a decent amount of breweries. Um, I live in a great area. It's called the South Side. It's kind of like downtown. Mm -hmm. And there's so many great restaurants right kind of outside my door. I still do not have a driver's license or a car. I'm a New Yorker at heart. I've not driven. Well, I drove my boyfriend's truck um, in the mountains illegally the other day. But um, I don't tell anyone. (laughs) What'd you say? I said, we won't tell anyone Uh, at this point. uh, I mean, we have a... Uh, we, we're as, uh, aspiring to be a cult hit at this point. So yeah. aliens will know though. Well, this this the is part of why we use know. fake names. Uh, who's going to, who's going to go after the Dunkel Dane? Exactly. Uh, no one knows who you are. Susan, all. if that is your real name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell Tammy's name. Oh, what? Oh, oh my God. Um, but yeah, Chattanooga is super fun. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff in like the South side area. Great beers here. Yeah. Very cool spot. Worth a visit. I'm, I'm a little curious. Uh, is there a story behind the name of Naked River? Oh, Apparently, the owner loved to kayak naked. Ah, or like good job. Naked. Yeah, that, that is what I've heard. So pretty funny. All right. So he's just sort of basically turned that river into his own nude beach or in Chattanooga, as they call it, the uh-huh. Naked River. The Naked River. Yeah, and kayaking, it's a very outdoorsy city. I kayak a lot. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I always get a, a kayak beer. And Hutton and Smith, they make a really good blonde ale. I usually take that one when I go yakking. But, yeah, Ooh. very outdoorsy city because the Tennessee River runs right through it and then feeds into Lake Chickamauga, which is where I am right now. I'm on my boyfriend's yeah. houseboat on Lake Chickamauga. I think stories Ooh. like this will really, uh, really reform uh, the ideas of uh, kayaking in the South. Because when I think about kayaking in the South, I just think about deliverance. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there you go. But 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 as far as you know, since you've been there, Ned Beatty has not been raped. 
Nope. Nope. Excellent. Has not happened. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. My, I have a funny story about deliverance. I was watching that with a friend of mine years ago. Yeah. You know, Burt Reynolds, this is not a spoiler alert, but you know, he gets like shot in the leg or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my friend's so into the movie. She was like, Honestly, with what I just said about Ned Beatty, you don't, I don't think we have to worry about spoilers. Yeah. That's like very famous. And very my true. friend goes, they should just shoot him. And I was like, good God, he only has a leg injury. That's like very survivable. Like, don't go hiking with her. You stub your toe. She's like, sorry, you're holding us back. I'm like, kills you. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, yes. I, 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 that, that's how you know okay. not to go hiking with that friend. Yeah, true. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we just got through a nice holiday season. Uh, we here. certainly did. Uh, and I know I was back in Minnesota enjoying uh, some beers with my father, who's working through his 75 for his 75th birthday. Ooh. But, Captain, I know you were in town. I'm curious. No, no, don't yada yada that whole thing. I want to hear more about the 75 beers. How, like, oh, we because, didn't make yeah, it through I, I totally forgot that. We, we didn't, didn't make it through anywhere near the 75 beers. He just showed okay. me the full table of them. Um, in but, fact, but I was... Some highlights of the ones you had. Well, here, to, there, there's the thing. I was not taking good notes because we were getting progressively more inebriated on the, the, the beers. There was a delicious... You did try to make a dent, it sounds like. We did. We got through about three or four. Um, I had some delightful ones from uh, Indiana. Most of these were Midwestern beers um, because that's what we were, you know, my dad was able to get. Um, that w- it, to to be fair though, uh, I was continuing to do our job from the 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 faraway lands of Minnesota, and as I think Dunkle Damon and the captain are both on board with, um, oftentimes it is a non-alcoholic beer that makes an appearance, especially if you've got multiple sure. in a day. Um, mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, I not, did not. Not on Bruce Less Travel. Let's just make it clear. By no, that. yes, we are always drinking the beers on Bruce Less Travel. That's why I look. Even though it's it it's it, whatever you want to say about it. That's why I look forward to those more than any of the other jobs they do for the company. Is uh, is because we really get to have those great beers, and I oh, never yeah. know what they're going to be before I get them. So it's wonderful. So sorry. Go, yes. the end of commercial. All right, go ahead. Yes. Um, but the um, I, I showed up back in in Minnesota and I said, oh, I have to have, I've got a couple of tastings to do today and uh, I've got three. Uh, and uh, I turned to my dad and I said, okay, well, I don't have my non-alcoholic beers. Do you have anything I can drink? And so dad went through all of the beers that he uh, had that he did not like and proceeded to throw those my way. Um, so I had a beer called the Beer 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 Beer, um, which tastes like beer. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's all that's going on there. It was not great. I, I know we never talk down on beers here, but this one was truly like a, oh, maybe we need to try again later. Um, I, I, was that four or five? Beer, yeah. Beer, 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 beer or beer? Uh, it's the beer 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 it's five five yeah. okay it's five do we yes. know what brewery this is because i don't want uh, I, sure I, I believe it's from a, a group called fulton brewery but again i don't want to go okay. specific on this one because i don't want to badmouth anyone's beers except that this one was truly not great um okay. and so they might have I, better they, they might that brewery might make better beers but not that one yes okay. that one was less than ideal uh i then also had a mango stout which was also not working for me Ooh. um yeah so- Yep. Um, and uh, then one other, but by that time I was the third one in and I already had two and I was just like, I'm going to pour this one for the camera and then we're going to set that to the side because, uh-huh. so this was really my dad's just attempt to pawn off all of his bad beers on me. So thanks dad. Uh, however, we did actually have some decent beers together as well. We had a really lovely, um, 
Sour Saison that was pretty nice. A number of very good hazy IPAs, a couple from Indiana. Uh, and then, as my father is wont to do, plenty of wine, um, which is that mysterious grape beer that I discovered when I was in California, if you remember, Captain. Oh, yes, yes. I haven't had much of that lately. I've been sticking with the beer uh, because, you know, I, I, it's almost embarrassing how often we plug our, our companies that uh, that aren't paying us to do it. But because Astoria Beer and Cheese, to be clear, I mean, sorry, Beer and Cheese Collective is the only one that is actually, well, except for that one time for the Pony Bar. Anyway, yes. but uh, but we mention people, most of the things we mention, we mentioned purely out of love, including the Beer and Cheese Collective, but they're giving us beer as well. Uh, but, Which helps. Um, the Bruvana, I, I uh, decided, uh, partly because you said you had such a wonderful experience with yourself last year, Beer Wonder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my dad and I were not in the same place, but I did order him and myself the 12 beers of Christmas. Oh, lovely. And so we've been doing doing that every night and uh, t- taking out those beers. I, uh, I will say I'm still keeping the element of surprise, but I'm just doing it with a 24-hour advance notice. Okay. Yeah. The reason I'm doing it that way is because I can't fit the whole box in my refrigerator. That's so true. So like the day before each one, I open up that slot, pull out what's there, put it in the refrigerator for the next night. So I am still have the delayed gratification, but it's just 24 hours ahead of everyone. Well, you get 24 hours to look forward to the beer. Exactly. I do. I, uh, and, and yeah, in addition to it's, it's cool because I don't know if they did this last year, but in addition to the beers they give us, uh, they, uh, like one of them had candy canes in it. One had something called charcoal marshmallows. Uh-huh. One had a Bruvana bottle opener. Uh, in fact, a hat. Uh, it was a hat. Oh, I haven't gotten that one yet. So maybe that'll happen again this year yep. as well. Uh, uh, Uncle Dan, the one I liked best, I think, was probably because of you. Uh, because, you know, with your travels, some of those breweries got included in it. And I would say the very best one I've had out of five so far was from Birmingham. It was the trim tab. Uh, it was a it was a imperial Berliner Weiss cranberry that Ooh. one was so good i got they sent me a box too which was super fun and that was a great one yeah trim tab is a great brewery out of birmingham alabama um a trim tab is like a, a thing on a boat in case anyone's oh. wondering what the word came from it kind of helps the boat get on plane quicker <laughs> i think they're also on airplanes as well but uh, yeah that was a great brewery and i loved that berliner vice yeah. really delicious and yeah it was imperial and you typically don't see a big robust berliner normally they're low abv like between like three and five percent you know so it's kind of cool to see an imperial one with a little bit more alcohol in it that was a really good beer yeah, yeah i'm really looking forward to uh seeing what all else is in there yeah um, it, that yeah, is, it is a fun little adventure. I was noting uh, a lot of people as we were doing the lead up to the holiday season, we're talking about the beer advent calendars that seem to be out there. And it's just mm-hmm. nice to have something that is the post to, to get you into not so much dry January. Uh, if yeah. that is how you are as a beer drinker, something to kind of help take you through all of that. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's nice because it has some stuff that I like, but it also gets me a little out of my wheelhouse. Like the first one yeah. we had was a Pilsner. There was a mm-hmm. Mexican lager. There was a, um oh this was i would say my second best one uh was a uh it, it was some kind of elf uh out of 5440 uh in washington the oh, naughty yeah. naughty elf it was a belgian saison and that mm-hmm. was nice really really great 
That one was really good. Yeah, I tasted that one too. Very kind of had some like banana clove going on. Yeah. Action. Yeah, really good. But um, you're right, Captain. It does help to expand your beer palette. These fun beer clubs, advent calendars, the, just, just these different beer drops that can be mailed to you when you don't really get to pick it. And yeah. maybe you like it, maybe you won't. But I always say learning what you don't like is just as important in learning what you do. And I'm so surprised that you loved a, a a tart Berliner Weiss. You know, I mean, that is not really a typical Captain Porter Brown Stout beer. So that's very no, cool. But I, I, I would say I've definitely uh, been, I've had a lot of sours I've liked a lot. And mm-hmm. so it almost fits into that category. Um, I Me think too. I almost like Gozes better. Mm-hmm. So that's some pretty great margarita gozes here and there. Oh, interesting. So yeah, oh, a little yeah. lime in there, I guess. Yeah, gozes are great. They're 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 like a nice sort of gateway to sours. They're a little yes. bit softer. They have that salinity. They're brewed with a little salt and typically coriander. And that salinity on the finish just kind of rounds it out and makes it a little bit of a softer sour. Mm-hmm. True. They're True. so good. All right, well, we know uh, we know exactly what uh, Dunkeldame's uh, doing going forward to the new year. Uh, what are what what uh, what do you have to look forward to that you are, are, are what in the short term? And at the very least, because we don't know with a half a million cases a day, we don't know what we're looking forward to. But what do you what do you think you're looking forward to, Beer Wonder? Oh, in the new year, uh, survival. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, uh, well, I, you know, I, again, if, if things are, are looking like they're going to get a little bit crazy and that seems to be where it is, you know, I think beer, you know, beer vendors are always safe. Uh, but we don't, we don't let that get in the way of our beer enjoyment. Um, which means that I'm going to want to stay probably a little closer to home. So I think our friends over at, uh, Randolph and, Evil Twin NYC uh, here in Dumbo may have a little bit more of my attention simply because I'll want to make sure that we're, we're staying a little bit closer and keeping those guys going. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm also looking forward to, for those of us who work in this space uh, that has to do with events, Jan- December is usually a brutal month, um, whether you are doing beer events or other things. So I'm looking forward to a little bit of a glide into January, something that will be hopefully a little bit more chill in terms of time. Um, so, but one thing I am actually looking forward to is an annual Beer Avengers event, uh, that may be very, coming up very soon, Captain. I don't yes. know if, if I've teased that appropriately for you. Well, I, I don't know if I'd necessarily call it annual because I think there was one year when we managed it twice in a year, but, uh, oh, that's true. Yes. It, it's funny because yeah, cause I, Frequent. I had, uh, some, uh, some, uh, well, I guess you would call them captain style beers. I would call them, mm-hmm. uh, stouts. Porters, Browns, other things along that line where I just had, I, I, I don't, it's, I don't require it to be exclusively tasting those beers. People are welcome to bring other beers to taste, but most of what I have available are like over the course of a period of time, I will collect things and we haven't been able to have one of those get togethers for more than a year. That's true. Um, and so I'm looking forward to having uh, a, a few of you over uh, so we can try some of those. Yeah. I wish I you know, was there. Uh, Dunkle Dame, last week uh, on your uh, show, we were talking about aging um, and uh, and beers being expired. And I just I, I, I put forth my notion that uh, that that Imperial Stouts never expire. They just mellow. Yeah. They just age. 
And, you know, it, it's kind of up for debate, but I did. I always do a beer break in the Bruise Less Travel I podcast. I listened to it, yeah. That was what I talked about because, you know, it's like everything does kind of expire, but mm-hmm. stouts are going to definitely last longer. Typically things, you know, aged in a barrel will last longer. But, yeah, most beers you, you usually want to drink them within a few months. Yeah, I, uh, I, now I do have one in there that is a uh, oak-aged... Uh, Creek is what it's called, and I'll be curious to right. see uh, what that one uh, what that one tastes like because I've, I've had, had that, I, that that's been in there for over a year. But uh, since it's oak aged, I hope hopefully that will help to preserve it properly. It will, yeah, it actually will. Like bigger beers, higher alcohol barley wines, because alcohol acts as a natural preservative, and um, some wild fermentation sours mm. will age really, really well. Sometimes the bacteria mm. will kind of change a little bit, so the flavors. Right will change, but that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So as oh, much yeah. as you hear from your breweries and your beer drinking friends who say you really, it's important to open these things fresh, including this, this 14 percenter I have, it, it says it right there on the can. It says, uh, you know, drink fresh. And that's always good advice. But I have a feeling this one would still be good in six months because yeah, 14 percent, of course it would. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah. And speaking of aging, uh, the a few months back uh, when we had uh, Dave Lopez from Gun Hill, he was talking about yeah. their upcoming events, and we're almost there. Mid January, in the mm-hmm. Ides of January, he is going to be having his barrel aged festival on a Saturday afternoon, and I very uh, exciting. I, 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 awesome. I have a feeling I'll be buying a ticket to that. Yes, that definitely well, sounds like a captain event. Mm-hmm. Are, are you, are you going to be available that Saturday, uh, Beer Wonder? We'll see. I, I, I have in, in my Clark Kent job, I may be required elsewhere on a Saturday, but we shall see. Well, that's the crazy thing. Like, I, f- I feel that like uh, that, like as, as much as we always that's why I was so impressed with you, uh, Dunkle Dame, the way you're able to just like, OK, you don't necessarily burn bridges, but you're like, OK, I'm going to go do this other thing. And, and 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 maybe I'll come back to this other thing. Maybe I won't. And I think Beer Wonder keeps all his iron as many irons in the fire as possible all the time. That's yes, smart. diversification is the way I go. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. amazing we have time to record this thing because any any specific time, Beer Wonder has like seven different jobs. Yes, it's good to keep busy. It is. It is. All right. Well, unless we have any other uh, things about the upcoming things or or our weekend beer, is that uh, is that the end of the show this week? I think so. I think yeah. we touched on everything. This was so much fun. Thank oh, you both. For having me it's always a pleasure to to drop in and venge with you too thanks well, for thank coming you. And, you know and and if if something happens with your travel plans and you want to come up uh the weekend we're having our beer venger uh, get together uh i do have a spare room hell yeah i would love so, that that'd right. be so fun all right thanks everyone for listening and oh oh you know who just showed up oh oh who just it was is it a wandering huck in the distance it is a wandering huck he's here Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you so much, Hazy Lady, Dunkle Dame, whatever bastardization of your name we come up with. Uh, always <laughs> wonderful to have you here. And, Absolutely. Uh, see everyone again soon. Bye. With the beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. With the beer, Avengers. Avengers.